0: Happy King's Day again. There we go. Happy King's Day. Yes. Seven, seven. Great. Uh, so, we yeah, have the man came to summit. This is our studio, Studio 14, one wall of the studio. I mean, we're all young fathers. Uh, today, we decided to take a summit day to plan our lives, plan the year, and we up talking philosophy, so it made sense to turn on the stream, and I hope... What we talk about now is as good as the stuff we talked about this morning. <laughs> <Good>. We'll see. Okay, but yeah, just, um... That's actually a good point. Yeah. So we can dive into that. I wrote, I wrote down some notes as well. All right, cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's been cool. This morning, I mean, it's, I'll speak for myself first, uh, but uh, yeah, just being able to connect with other fathers from the same life situation who... Because it is different navigating your life goals when you have a kid, and yeah, it's good to have that reflection. For
1: sure. I talked about that yesterday when I made this short video on, actually on Instagram, um, how like, I, I was actually quite driven, I'm like quite driven in a way like by my daughter now, like, like it made me actually, yesterday made me really consider like, what it will look like, what will the world look like in 20 years from now when she's mm-hmm. like in the age of like, meeting potentially her, you know, her king, so to say, you know? At that moment. And are they going to be kings? (laughs) To mean, her future husband.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think about that a lot in that how... Because I thought a lot about having a son before I had it. Just doing men's work and thinking about boys. So I didn't think at all about having a daughter. Like, what it would be like. So it was just maybe nice. I'm just fresh. I have no ideas. But the thing that I do keep going back to is that I'm... uh, Assuming she's heterosexual. Maybe she won't be. But I'm basically modeling what will imprint her love programs for when she starts dating that's kind of a big responsibility like if i have some weird thing if i yell at her maybe she's drawn to men who yell at her whatever bullshit you know yeah i think about that in terms of my
2: son i got two sons because my son's like this balance between i should do things for them and this idea that's very from here very mexican of like i sacrifice everything for my kids Like I give everything to my kids and I sacrifice everything for my kids. They are my life. That's like a very common idea here. Like they're the most important. And I think about that and I think there's a good side to like I want to give them everything. But at the same time, if I sacrifice being happy, for example, by not doing things that I want to do Mm -hmm. that are for me and I'm I'm going to be at home more and I'm not going to do this thing I want to do by myself, then I'll be less happy and then I'll be modeling an unhappy father. So they'll be seeing it A model of someone that's not happy,
1: Mm. which will
2: teach them that's how you be, or that's what they'll see. Mm. And so I think about in their life, I'm like, wouldn't it be better for me to be happy? Mm. And then they'll see that, and then they're more likely to to end up kind of copying that or or living like that as well. Compared to I'm gonna give them everything, and I'm you know I'm I'm whatever I'm working something I don't want to do in in a job Mm -hmm. to make more money. I don't think that's my case but for example to make more money to give my kids all these physical things feeling depressed about it and then they will all they see is like my father's
0: depressed and he gives me all this stuff right? and like that's yeah. what I'm going to do to them in yeah. terms of because especially when they're young they're not going to appreciate how hard you worked or all that stuff that maybe we realize now being fathers about <laughs> our, our parents whatever but they will feel that dad was sad when he came yeah. home every day yeah, exactly. and they'll blame you for that Yeah. and yeah. maybe get fucked up for it yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's not just lift fun. Like, I have less
2: fun with them. Yeah. Like, grinding or sacrificing.
0: You know, there's two things... Uh, there's these two documentaries I've seen that uh, showed me the opposite, which is, you know, Dr. Bronner's, the soap guy? They got, you know, Dr. Bronner's soap, like the hippie soap that... You've definitely seen these bottles before, so uh-huh. Did they sell them in all the hippies? So anyway, it's okay. this, this guy. <laughs> he created the soap, but his mission was to, uh like, heal the world, like, he was very, like, mm. everything, you know, he had this message, we looked at Dr. Bronner's soap, they have all of these, like, uplifting messages, it's, and a, you know, very wealthy business, but he kind of was a shitty dad, like, he was so committed to saving the world that he basically ignored his kids, mm. and he became this larger than life figure in, like, the spiritual world, mm-hmm. but he's kind of a shitty dad, mm. and, and the other one was Ric Flair, I don't know if you guys know pro wrestling, anyway, another guy became larger than life, but he kind of... Abandoned his kids. they oh. yeah.
1: <laughs> Those are big lessons yeah. to learn. They yeah. walked ahead of us to. This is good stuff actually to mm-hmm. to reflect on. Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like that like
2: I'm going to help the world and like positivity and all that can seem mm-hmm. like yeah like a, that person must be a, an amazing person like a great person mm-hmm. in all areas of their life. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like someone who builds that that level of business. Is very likely to be in that small percentage of men that three to five percent that are hyper competitive and just want to be super successful in what they do. Even if they choose that they want people to spread happiness in the world and uplift people as their thing, but they're just like super hyper obsessed with it and want to do it all the time. Mm. And those kinds of men, I think often, uh, the kids of those men are the ones that, like, yeah, feel like they're being ignored basically because uh-huh. that Gross. for that percentage of men, it's, mm-hmm. It's more important than the kids, mm. Yeah. which most people it's not. Like yeah. most people don't say, "I'd rather work seventy hours to see my kids four hours a week," because I care more about this than that. But like some some people
1: are like that. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's a very good point. Yeah. A very good reflection actually. Right at the at the time that we are even in, us here in Studio 14, working in our big dreams. Um, yeah, it's a good reflection to to not lose track of what is actually really important, right? And also. I said this morning, like a better world starts with a better me, right? Like um, me being a, father, a good father is like well, might might do way more for the world than me trying to, I don't know, help a bunch of people out there. Like mm-hmm. being like being, like this like example was a uh, the Dr. Brown's guy. You know, if every man was a good father, the world would be a better place already. Versus everyone trying to change everyone else, but but. But their own family. For like yeah, being there yeah. for their own family.
0: There's the flip side though, too, of like, uh, the guy who's so committed to family that he maybe even uses it as an excuse to like, do, like he's like almost a stay at home dad because he wants to really be there for his kids. But then he's modeling that of not really
1: going for something beyond the family. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it's just balance again. Yeah, I guess. Just finding the right balance, for sure. Yeah, and for yourself,
2: what kind of person you are. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't.
1: Wouldn't really want to be a stay-at-home dad. No, I, I just don't think I'd enjoy it very much. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I need to balance for sure. I want to be like a super dad, like be there as much as I can, and but also like, it's, I think what you need something, you know, like being the example, like living as an example. It it means like going after your dreams and forf- like fulfilling yourself. Mm-hmm. first before you can it's like you know filling your own cup first before you can f- fill any your other cups mm-hmm. in whatever way whatever you need to fill your own cup because that is the example said I feel like that's a really right example for even for our kids to not be yeah seeing like that you have to sacrifice
2: yeah
1: and, and there's a, I'm sure there's a certain amount of sacrifice that is natural
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah and they complain to each other you know
2: I I think it is to do with time, when you say how much time do I spend with my kids, but it's not just time. Like, I have uh, auntie and an uncle that live in Australia, I grew up in New Zealand, we would fly overseas over there to Australia to see them like once every two years for about like two or three weeks. Because of how the interaction was and what kind of time we spent together and what we did and just how they are as people, I feel more connected to them than I do to some people that I saw, my family that lived in my city. That I saw more often, that I spent more time with. So, like, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm gonna say, oh, I'm gonna see my son once a year and, like, I can make it as good as seeing him every day. Mm-hmm. But I think it's this, I could definitely work two hours a day, be at home the rest of the time, or work a normal day or six hours a day or whatever and see him less. But, but in the end, he feels like the connection was better. Mm-hmm. If I, if quality I do. It's a, it's a quality time. But, yeah. but it's, it's not like, I, for me, it's not just like, Quality time isn't, like, something you do together that's quality. It's also, like, skills you have. My auntie is so good at, like, asking you about yourself, and you feel heard, and, like, you just can't. She's so good at that. So it's, like, Mm -hmm. a skill that she has to create
1: that quality relationship. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter that I don't see her all the time. Mm. That's beautiful, actually. Yeah, I'm all about quality time. It's, like, for me, it's, like, actually... It's my love language. Like mm-hmm. the way I love to give is give mm-hmm. quality time yeah, and like, mm-hmm. be there, focus, listen, be present. Yeah. Just so I feel like I've got that box ticked That's... when the time comes where she can talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like playing around and entertaining and yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, in the bigger picture, yeah, I can see, I can see how that is a very powerful skill actually.
2: Yeah. I I think there's so many skills that we don't think about as being skills. Like we think making, um, something in the world, creating as a skill, you know, a, a, a physical skill, playing the piano is a skill. But I think we often don't think about, like, having fun as a skill. Yeah. Being able to create a game out of nothing. Yeah. Sense, sense of it. humor. Sense of humor is a
0: skill. You know, empathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. On the, on the time thing, you know, cause having a dad and this is just how I often look at everything, but, thinking about what we evolved to be in like we evolved to live in tribes mm. where as men we'd be spending most of our time hunting building dealing with like real shit and we wouldn't necessarily be spending time with the kids directly but they'd be observing us would we'd be right there yeah we'd be building hunting skinning animals yeah. like right there and they could watch and then we'd spend time with them and that, I think, is something I would like to have more of. And that's why I dream of having a farm. Yeah. It's like my kids could watch me do the stuff that I like to do by myself, yeah. but I'm with them in a sense. That's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. That's basically my relationship with my dad. Mm-hmm. So he, he's
2: an artist, and he always worked three days a week, all part-time days. And he always built the houses that we lived in. Wow. Uh, and he always um, did stuff in the garden and uh, painted at home. And so my relationship with him is obviously like yeah we, we talk we have a good like talking relationship but but i it's so vivid for me to seeing him painting like painting a picture mm. and me just being in the studio and like hanging out yeah. or he like built a hut like a big um kind of like treehouse but on the ground and then i made this man out of like the bits of wood that he was like off cutting <laughs> and then he was like that's cool and so he just chucked some wire in the back and like because i just put it together on the ground like is it pattern mm. and he just put some wire in the back and like, he's still got that Wow. Yeah, so like, we didn't, like, in that interaction, we didn't talk at all. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm connecting with you, dad. Yes, I'm with you, son. But it was. Like, it was,
0: yeah, it was, it was cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm very close to him. Definitely very close to him. Yeah, even watching him paint, like, you're watching him model fulfillment, mm-hmm. like, fulfilling himself, mm-hmm. expressing himself, mm-hmm. making something useful. Yep. You know, deep thought, like he deep would, thought. He,
2: his painting isn't just painting, it's him thinking. Mm-hmm. And so he would be outside there, walking somewhere, or in the studio, and he does this thing, and he goes, oh. and he's just thinking about what he's, like, creating. And like, that's such a big part of my brain, that like, there's this time that you spend as a man, where you're like, deep in thought, looking into, <laughs> looking into the distance. Yeah. <laughs> like, whereas, I don't know, like, just pondering. Yeah, pondering, them, exactly. Yeah. And then, like, yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm pretty lucky in
1: that way, I'm very pr- appreciative. Huh? That. That's yeah, that's cool mm. I don't even know how to relate to that it's so interesting I grew up without a dad mm. so like yeah I don't have any of that in my context yeah right I can fall into did it. you seek male role models or you know how how was that, that fit
0: in your life growing up
1: uh not really yeah I mean like the the men that were in my life through like my mom's partners uh no, I kind of I just yeah. I didn't have any like kind of relationship with them really I think. Very shallow, very yeah. No, I was always doing my own thing. And then I can't see that I had like other like men role models in uh in my life. No. Just hanging out with friends, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Not, not even like the dads of other friends or something, nothing, you know. It's just a, it's, just a, it's interesting, it's, a, it's like a role that didn't need to be filled, yeah. didn't wow. exist in a way. That's interesting. Yeah. That's how it seems like, feels like. So <clears throat> you've
2: got a very blank slate in terms of your, Yeah. Uh, what we should call it, like pattern or whatever for, for being a father, because you didn't have that, so you as a father, like, you... you
1: don't have so much programming around what, what it should be. Like no father wound. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure I've, like, taken away things from, like, those, I don't know, you call them step-dads or something. that yeah. um, stepped in for periods of time. Because um, I do remember, like, things where, like, I didn't like, like, I didn't want to come home from school because I knew, like, he had... Uh, morning shift, which means he would be home at one PM and I would come at home and he would be there and I would have to eat the food he cooked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because he liked sauerkraut and uh-huh. I didn't like it at the time. I don't know. I remember like those things where like 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 I enjoyed when he was like having like the late shift because then I come home and he's not there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember those patterns yeah. in me. So there was definitely a resistance to having having him around and uh yeah. It's interesting. Mm. Yeah.
2: A blank slide.
1: Okay, get a refill. Yeah. No. Oh, by the way, we're drinking um pulque. I think you, you know most about pulque. Uh, yeah, I know a little bit. Not so much, but yeah. Especially a locally made. It's from cact- um, cactus. It's agave. Like, uh, agave. So the same
2: as tequila, but it's the aga- pulque agave. So it's like a specific agave. <laughs> right. That's just for this type of drink. It's not like tequila at all. No, no, it's more really well, like it. kombucha, but slimy. <laughs> it's like slimy
1: <laughs> kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> Lightly alcoholic, slimy kombucha. How many Very days, healthy. How many days you leave It can be,
0: it can be <laughs> hard. Let's com- Hard, do you, <laughs> do you guys want to share anything from your mm. your maps? But I can put some context. So Francis led us through see. an exercise this morning that led to some fruitful conversation we made a circle. I'll show mine far. No one can read, but you, you you show yourself, me, and then the things that are important to you, and we all drew different shapes, which I thought was really interesting.
1: Yeah, so I think invisible, <laughs> yeah, but mine's like it feels like very left and right brain, like for me, like I have the very like left brain side, like the things that I think I needed to have on the paper. And then the right brain is like very much heart driven and makes me give me like this like spark and fulfillment. Which is interesting, yeah. Basically, he made us, um, um, write down things that are in our, I don't, I don't know how you say it, like sphere of life right now, right? That are mm-hmm. important to us. Um. Things you have and things you want. <clears throat> things you have and things you want.
2: Like as in things that are in your life and yeah. things that you, that are like that. So like areas of, of your life mm-hmm. and then around that area, like right. kind of like where you want to
1: grow. Like what do you want to grow into in that area? Yeah. It's like a growth. So for me, uh, it's funny because like in the middle, like, so we made this, like in the middle, a big circle and we wrote me and then it kind of were free to how to, how to put your areas of life around it and, 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 uh, I don't know what the second stage, how you described it, just elaborate more. Yeah, almost without Yeah, areas, so I gave examples like you can
2: put, um, work, you can put fitness, you can put, uh, love life, you can put even like where I'm going to live or something completely random mm. piano like that you mm. want to learn whatever you know so just different areas of your life if you kind of break it down into categories mm. so that you can then go more specific and like what do you want to do or why do you want to grow and you know what do you want to evolve into
1: where, what's the next level what, what's the growth um, in that area specifically mm. you know so for me I like um, I added an, a me outside of the me in the center I added an, <laughs> I added an extra me and if you um if you have seen, um, my, my recent social posts, I mean, um, this, for me, this year is like 2023, 20, is like 20 plenty me. We've, we've been using like a friend of mine, Nikki, she's, she started to do this like, in, I think 2018, you know as I'm saying. It was 20 great teen, then it was 20 shine teen, okay. then it was 20 plenty. 2020, uh, well, yeah, plenty yeah, of shit yeah. going down. <laughs> That's a different interpretation. Then <laughs> plenty, 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 I don't know what was the 21, but plenty-two was plenty new yesterday, last year. So this year for me then it felt like plenty me, plenty me time, doing things for myself. And it I kind of plays into the same thing. I just, like, what it sparked for me is, like, when I look at this, like, there's a lot that I feel I need to express. And, um... Um and this was a good reflection. I don't know. Um I don't know how I don't know how much detail I wanna go here. Um yeah. but this, like doing this right we're doing right now, it's exactly what I need. This is mm. like where it thrives. This, like, mm. this is like this is like yeah. Just roll fucking cameras around me all day. I like, have <laughs> said I've said it so many times, I feel like you know I need for the next stream.
2: We want a specific camera that's close up shot of face. <laughs> that's what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> like.
0: close into the nose Just like very close. <laughs> like it's eyes, the mouth. Ah, all of the, the emotions. One for every <laughs> part of the <this> space. <laughs> like an Indian movie or it zooms. Yeah. The big thing that came out for me that is relevant to this conversation is my desire for family pride mm. uh, and like, tribal pride. And we're talking about like there's mm. evolutionary roots for that, mm. especially when you have kids. I mean, there's an ego side too, like if i just wanting my kids to look up to me, but. There's an evolutionary root of ego. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's, it's not just like a random thing we made up. Mm-hmm. It's every, every single culture ever.
2: I went to visit this, um, yeah, it sounds kind of weird, but like, I went through the jungle in Chiapas. We would, we went to this place where some, um, uh, uh, people that like, as you call it, a tribe, but people that live there that are Mayans, they still speak Mayan. There was one guy who spoke mm-hmm. Spanish, um, Chanquin is his name, and he was kind of like, tour guide. So there was like a few kind of outsider people that would come in to see the village and stuff, but mainly Mexicans. So this is in Mexico. These are Mayan people and most of the tourists are Mexican tourists that speak Spanish. So like almost no one who speaks English from outside. I speak Spanish so I could talk to him. And, uh, and the, the, the for them going half an hour away to the other villages like outside of their world. So they're very in there. Um, and they're not like, they're kind of hunter gatherers, I guess, but like they also have, like have quite a developed kind of Um, village where they live Mm -hmm. so maybe also a bit of like growing things and stuff and then they obviously have some technology that's coming from the outside world and you were talking about pride and ego and there were these two young dudes that they were in there and the the friend of the guy who was guiding me we made this fire and we're hanging out and he started like trying to show how he was like his ego started coming out Mm -hmm. he's like yeah like i could in this fight and like he's like basically i'm the bad boy of the village Mm -hmm. like you know fifty people or whatever, like blah, 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 blah. and it was like, you know, you go into this Mayan village in the middle of the forest in Chiapas, they speak Mayan. He doesn't he didn't speak Spanish. Um it's off Google Maps. When you're driving, like the roads disappear, it's just green. There's like literally we went for a walk and they're like, oh don't fall down there. There's crocodiles, they'll kill you. Like it was literally like that. And it was
0: still there was ego. Uh-huh. So it's like, dude, there's ego here. Like, yeah, yeah. But I guess uh, I mean tradition I yeah. don't know about in this village but you know, the tribe, especially with men, young boys, there'd be a rite of passage yeah. to kind of realign your hubris with the group. So you think you're badass, but you're badass for the group rather mm-hmm. than... And we don't have that anymore. So like everyone who's testosterone out is kind of doing their own thing, for sure. you know. For sure. Sometimes damaging, sometimes not. For sure.
2: Yeah, interesting. I, I'm reading this book I was mentioning it to these guys. It's called uh, Moral Origins. So it's from a Christopher Bohim, He's an yeah. anthropologist who studied uh, hunter-gatherer tribes that exist now and um, primates, we're evolved from. And he wrote this very technical book called Hierarchy in the Forest, and then he turned it into like a more digestible book from mainstream people. That's still very technical. And I learned so much about hunter-gatherer tribes mm-hmm. from it. And there's so many things that make so much sense, like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And that when you read it, you're like, fuck, that's why we're like this. That's why it's true. Um, for example, ego, thinking you're better than people, and then people pulling you down to the same level. Yeah. Like that's so base in our DNA, like so base. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost what makes us human. Part of what makes us human. Yeah. Because when we were non-human, before we were human, we had an alpha. Right. Who dominated everybody. He took the, the woman. He took the food. And then the, say, you're alpha, we're like not alpha.
0: You just fucking get everything, and if I try and fight you, you just fucked me up. So I don't want to fight you. Yeah. Until they were able to team up together, and then you know, then the social tie became more important than your strength. Exactly, because if we pull you down and now we're
2: equal, and then he went you know, we pulled you down and I pulled you down, and then I want to be up, then you guys just fucking gang up and pull me down.
0: Yeah. So we just. Yeah, I think that is why, like, the male sense of humor, specifically male. Involves like kind of busting each other's balls. Like, it's just to make sure no one thinks they, they're better than everyone else. Whereas women don't do that because they don't need to. Right? They're, they're not, they're not like, t- like, they don't have the testosterone to want to do anything particularly overpowering or selfish. So they don't need to be mean to each other a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah.
2: They do it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <a> different. But <laughs> like, you're right. It's not, like a, it's not like, hey man,
0: we're chicken, you. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, I have, love your scarf. Like, you don't really love the story. You're just saying that because you're, you're showing, okay, we're going to have a non-competitive relationship. Yeah.
1: Whatever it is, for sure. You know what came up for me right now is like, there's um, Like, community is like, generating so much knowledge, like all this like, search for meaning. It's all trying to answer like the, the why, like why is this that way? Like, It's like hunger for knowledge and then when you have the knowledge um, I guess what I want to get to is like do we really need to know all these why's the answers to all these why's do we really need them do we really need to ask those questions or can we just or can we just um, what's what's the alternative to actually do you mean, what kind of knowledge do you mean? What, well, we just about, or It's just one example, right? Right, Like, you're reading this book, about all this, like, knowledge of... Nah, 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 because, and now you have, like, all the answers to, like, why we are we, the way we are. Does that make a difference? Mm.
0: Yeah, the way I see it is, like, so for non-thinking creatures, they're just, like Francis said, you're just whatever you are. Like, you're either an alpha, you're not, you're part of a group, you're not, you're going to survive, or you're not, you're just, like, on the program... As thinking beings, we could kind of skip ahead or do other things, but sometimes we also fall out of the fulfillment rails and create more problems. It's kind of like the volatility thing. So a lot of us now who don't have major life issues, like, we're not starving. We have the freedom to think and maybe make more money, but also create more problems for ourselves. Mm. Which is why, I like, everyone in wealthy countries, developed nations, wants to try to find ways to be natural. Mm. Whereas developing nations, they want the plastic, they want the cars, because they, they, they just want to get ahead, you know? Right. Yeah, it's like when you're in a festival and
2: you're just camping there for a few days. It's like, let's just find some food. Hang out,
0: yeah, and up. that should be enough to fulfill us. It's pretty yeah. fulfilling as it's long as tough. we're not starving to death. It should be
1: you have your friends, you have your food. Yeah. So that's Appreciate it, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're like very present. Yeah, all this outside stuff is non-existent. You you hardly look at your phone. Actually, you're disconnected yeah. from from news, from yeah. It's very and none of it matters. Like it really doesn't none of matter. it matters. Yeah, yeah. it feels more like you're living in like I could relate to like a village in Africa, and you actually yeah. like you don't give a damn what. The new set, so what's going right. on in, in the world. Yeah. You just, you just do your day to day thing. Yeah, it's like a very base fulfillment,
2: eh? Like it's very, like, rooted. I don't know how to explain it. Like, not yeah. fulfillment up here. It's like almost like primal. Primal fulfillment, yeah. yeah. Whereas like some achievement,
1: mental, whatever, it's like more fulfilled of like satisfaction. You know? mm-hmm. okay. Which is like, um, um, I don't, I don't even know which way we are here right now in terms of topics. I just feel like to continue the thread right now, Um whatever we, like, what, what, let me just talk for myself, when I'm seeking something, like an object, or like a, a journey somewhere, an adventure, or whatever it is that, that, um something physical, or like something, you're seeking something, and there, there is a, there's, there's something behind that, and, and it is an, a state of being an emotion. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, it's a, like you don't want the Ferrari, you want the feeling of, of being in a Ferrari. But then even when you're doing that, like what is it that you're actually seeking? You're seeking maybe the recognition of others. But so like what is it really yeah. you're thinking? You're seeking belonging. Mm-hmm. What is it you're seeking in that? Like there's like, if you go down that thread, the Ferrari matters nothing yeah. to you. Yeah. Do you feel like there's an
2: answer to that? Like you can ever get to what it really is? Or like it's just deeper and deeper? Like you said, Ferrari recognition, what was it? Belonging. belonging, and then below belonging, something. Like, do you feel like if you keep going, like just as you were saying, with like, do you really need to know this information? Like, do you really need to study all this stuff? Like, how deep do you re- do, you, do need- you really need to go, or is it worth yeah. going? Is it just like an esoterical, like continuous like process that's? I, I feel
1: like all the things that that we that we seek somewhere in the future to have, we can have them right now. Mm. Because because whatever is behind that, right. that dream, right. is something that can be fulfilled immediately. Right. So if you go down that route of Ferrari recognition, belonging,
2: and you understand that, you can get the belonging without having to get the Ferrari. So you only need mm-hmm. to go as deep as you need to go to figure out what it is you need, right? What you need in yeah. the present moment. Whereas you could obviously just keep going, belonging, where does that come from? Like, you could yeah. just end up going go Could we
0: actually do this? Because I'm seeing it go in two directions. Like, there's a spiritual... Like I thought the answer to your question was survival. <laughs> Mm. As, I mean that's one lens, but like okay, let's say all right, we all would like some uh, gross display of wealth, whether it's a Ferrari. I think that appeals to everyone. Okay, yeah. why belonging? Now, now what's next? Mm. Like, can we actually answer that? Not dying. Like I want to belong because I don't want to get like kicked out of the tribe. It's a survival. It's a survival. Yeah. But how do we? You know, in in, in the other end of like Spiritual. experiencing it now. Mm. We're not having to have the yacht or the Ferrari or the recognition. Right. So the question is, what, what can we do to have the belonging? Yeah, well, what's the actual answer for us in our actual lives? Right. To have, I guess, fulfillments, one word that's the, the, the thing, the thing we're seeking, like,
1: I feel like it's getting, kind of it. uh, it's getting very, yeah, the, <laughs> if we take that, like, idea of, like, we're seeking, like, 10 million dollars, right? Mm-hmm. As an example, as a, as yeah. a, as well. Hypothetical. Thinking, <laughs> 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 I know who would go, I <laughs> know who would want to go for that many <laughs> in this room, uh, sitting on the right side of the couch. But, um, hypothetically speaking, that, uh, the, the same feeling of what is behind that to, to recreate it in this moment would be for me like, uh, like I could sit on this car, still hanging with you guys, and I have 10 million in my bank account. Mm-hmm. What difference would it make? Mm. How you feel? Would it really change anything? If I wasn't in in some kind of survival, if brain uh-huh. active, like right now it's completely un- like deactivated, I don't care, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fully present. The moment I'm fully present, does it really matter how much, how big the car is, stands outside the door, like mm. how, how much is well, in the bank? How big the houses? Basically. Well, is there some reality to if I have
2: even a million pesos in the bank, which is twenty fifty thousand US dollars, and I know I have that? Is there some reality to I'm sitting here on the couch and just hanging in on present, But I also know that the moment I step outside and I I want to do X thing, I can do it easily, like with the money. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's not the only way to do things, but mm-hmm. like, is that a real thing in your life that would actually change? That if you didn't have that. It would be harder for you to achieve whatever it is.
1: Flying somewhere on the planet. Potentially. I mean, that's like a hypothetically, like, again, like a a thought into the future, which Mm. takes us. I have this friend. She said such a good saying. Um, when you have one foot in the past and one foot in the future, you're pissing on the present. (laughs) That's a good point. Uh, so all these questions are hypothetically, they'll lead us to hypothetical answers of like, no, we need money. Mm. but do we need money in this moment, in the very moment? Right, right right now, in the second? Yeah. Uh, right now, I don't feel like I need
2: any money.
0: I, mean, I don't need really anything, out. yeah. Yeah, But then, you know, that's a... so interesting. out of that, though. <laughs> like, if, uh, if you think like that all the time, at least my rational mind says that, mm-hmm. if you think right. like that all the time, then you never really get ahead. Right. And then one day, your kid wants something that is more than your bank account has, and you can't and that's that's the future that's the fear that drives me I guess Mm -hmm. or it may have been a fear concern but that's the thing like because if I had 10 million dollars I
1: would know those questions are answered and I don't have to think about them this is actually a good talk like a thing like because it came up earlier as well this like generational wealth and stuff Uh right Mm do you think it's a good idea for us to be have like for kids to grow up um, with uh, access to anything that they want and a snap of a finger no, no, but yeah, so I,
0: uh, yeah, well, the guy who taught me about the, he calls it the abundance model where you, like, you basically spend some of your money all, all the time to make magic and create that feeling. He's very wealthy also. And he was telling me how, and he's much older than us, like his kids know he's rich, but he doesn't give them money because he doesn't want that mm-hmm. to rob them of the creativity that comes from, you know, making money of yourself Mm. so he's like he's like kind of just there as like their safety net but he he, you know he lets them do whatever they want and I think he's educated them in a way that they have this creative you know uh, relationship to money and also it makes
2: what they do matter in the world Mm. I remember listening to someone talking uh, to a billionaire's son and they and he was very depressed and they were saying like why are you unhappy you're like you have everything and he said imagine that in your life nothing Mm. that you do matters Hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. You mm. go and achieve this thing, doesn't matter. You don't, you fail, doesn't matter. Like, it's all just, what you do doesn't matter, because you already have everything. Like, there's no meaning to anything you do. Yeah. That's what he said. So this like,
0: got depressed, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. On the flip side, though, I think just knowing that your family's secure, at least, that's different, though. You know? There's a difference it, between, there's billions of dollars to do whatever you want month, right.
2: and, you're not going to die because there's, there's a place to live and there's yeah. safety. And if you fuck up and you need 10 grand to, to, or you know, two grand to do X things so you can start working again, I don't know, you need to go to this place on a mm-hmm. plane flight and rent a
1: house for the first week to start a job. That's very helpful, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. This reminds me of like this concept of like, um, creativity, like for, cre- for creativity to flourish, you need a, You need a limiting factor. You need Mm -hmm. at least one limiting factor. Mm -hmm. Like, if I ask you to create, here's a blank canvas, create anything, you'll be like, uh, here's a blank canvas and there's a red apple and you can only use color blue. Like, suddenly you get creative. Mm -hmm. So, the limitation is what creates creativity. So, having an, like, abundance of resources, like any, like, like this case of this, this, this billionaire's son, there's no condition, there's no limitation. 100%. Uh, I've seen this with uh, family members, uh, that,
2: whose m- mother was more wealthy. And she was so used to like, we're going to the beach. Oh, I'll rent the kayaks. That's the fun. Uh, we're here. I'm going to pay for that. That's here. And they were so used to like waiting for someone to, ha- to create, to entertain them mm-hmm. rather than creating fun because their motto was to enjoy yourself. You pay someone and they entertain you. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Whereas, like, our model was well, sometimes we got that, but sometimes it's like, if you're at the beach, just like, do something. Yeah. I oh, always fucking climb up the sand dunes and jump off the little bit that had the tuft of dirt and made like a kind of, like, almost like a diving board or, or down onto the, like, angled sand on the sand dunes and you jump out and you, like, three meters out, and you go down and, like, slide down,
1: yeah? You know? uh, like, like, cousins,
2: are, they didn't think
1: like that. around you of know, kids in Africa, man. They're so freaking creative. The little piece of. Trash, literally things that they find that they build like cars from and puppets and like all kinds of toys. Man, it's like yeah. it's so yeah. incredible to see. And then it makes me think. I'm like, why do I need to even buy any toys? Right. Like, when kids I do this, can build toys themselves.
2: When I do this, it means yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this is very Mexican. Okay, no, this is a Mexican thing. Yeah. I think okay. okay. <laughs> uh, Latin, like <laughs> Spanish. So Speaking Spanish. Yeah. Um, Oh, they're nodding their head. I just got that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it depends on the what their sense of normal is, too. Like, if all the kids have expensive toys, and you're like, oh, just use your creativity. Mm-hmm. That's really hard, I think, for a kid to accept.
1: Yeah. Which, then again, it brings to... Like, there's an interesting topic, because uh, in my single life, or even... Just having just with a partner, like you have so much choice of in which communities in which places you want to live and 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 stuff, but the moment you have kids there's like like you need to have you need to be surrounded by parents that have a similar enough consciousness mindset around the upbringing of the kids so that the kids are on a similar frequency, yeah, otherwise you it's exactly that like you you try to create this like really earthy connected being in an environment of unconnected other kids you they will be like mom why do i have a a phone mom they can play and be on instagram the whole day why can't i be on instagram right, right. i was just right so yeah it's been really
0: nice actually i don't want to say that where we live uh that's right. No, but sorry. i am very glad to be in a place where Basically, no one is on their phones a lot, mm. and like I don't know if anybody has a TV that I've. I actually, we, I was, we were talking about this the other day. Like, we've been to so many houses. I don't think a single house we've been in has a TV. We I mean, have a great. TV. Yeah. Well, this is an office. <laughs> there is a man cave too, so it's not even. Connected. It's not even connected. <laughs>
2: just, it doesn't have an TV like cable. It's just off cool. like that. But actually, I don't even know if I have a power cable. Like a, really it's fucking rush. Yeah. We are going to get that too. It, anyway. black, well, it's, it's it looks it looks good mirror. on the wall, so <laughs> the <It's>, cancer. It's an <laughs> ornamental theory. Yeah, it doesn't work.
1: The, wow. bla- the, the black mirror, the original black mirror It's watching us. Uh, yeah. 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 It's kind of creepy actually. Yeah, man. that's, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. why this it's, it's really it's beautiful to be here um, to be with families that are like-minded and Yeah, just the the so I think I guess where I'm going with this line of thought is that now it becomes very important where you live like the schools suddenly become hmm. the availability of the right schools like I'm still like I'm like I still don't know if I want um Kenneth to go to a school but if it's the right school it was like like, build the way I would build the school. We've like, been chatting like.
0: about that, creating a school and bringing in the teacher mm-hmm. and knowing... Oh, that. wow, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you may as well create your own school, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah or, or collaborate. Like, find yeah. a school that's
2: open to you being part of the school. Right. Uh, having some influence in terms of knowing, at least knowing what's going on, uh, or putting some suggestions of what you would like. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, yeah, man. Or, or just creating one if there's none that are yeah. open to that. Yeah, man, completely... You could all still go to school, though, even if you don't attend the to school. It's either school of yeah, parents, I mean, school of just other homeschool kids. Uh, yeah, some kind of, like...
1: Schools. I also, like, feel like the... It's probably... It's, it's, it's healthy to understand the other side, the matrix. Like, it's healthy to have, like, probably six months or a year in the matrix school. I don't know. I, I feel like there's, like... Otherwise you're like a Tarzan entering, you know? Yeah, Yeah. like if you you didn't
2: know, if you didn't, yeah, don't know anything about the system, you grew up outside of it, and then you tried to work out how to go to another country and you need to work out visas and and bureaucracy. Oh man. Like bureaucracy is
0: such a skill that's so fucking useful. We were chatting about this at lunch of like how money is a game, and like if you just know the rules of how credit works and this and what loans, whatever, like that's looked at as a game where you know the rules, you can navigate it and not get sucked in. Yeah. I guess that's true for everything. Mm. There's visas, mm. bullshit, corporate.
2: Yeah. yeah. Suits, yeah. man. Like, I actually really like suits, because I grew up in a place where we didn't even have a uniform we had to wear to school. Like, a lot of people didn't wear shoes. Uh, not because they didn't have money, just because it's like, do whatever you want. Uh-huh. And, um, they tried to bring in a uniform when I started the high school. Uh-huh. And it was like, everyone's kids, we we're all kids with happies and all their parents are like, fuck the systems. And <laughs> it was like the school full of people that were like anti the system. And the teacher's like, yeah, the system. So didn't, didn't go so well. It took a long time before the uniform kind of got adopted. But, um, where was I going with this? Uh, you like to wear suits? Yeah. I like to wear suits uh-huh. because, because I didn't have to wear them. The times that I wore suits was like yeah. parties, like, um, like, you know, like, a, a dinners that were, like, super nice, like, just having heaps of fun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, job interviews, maybe it was, like, an intense, you know, kind of, like, test or whatever, but it wasn't, like, bad and I hate it. And so, like, for me, they're just connected to, like, I'm going to do something important, I'm going to yeah. do something
0: fun. Mm-hmm. I like suits, too. Yeah. Actually, this is a weather where you can wear suits again. Because mm-hmm. in Thailand, you can make suits for really cheap that are good quality, but it's so hot in days, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Our next yeah. man summer, we can uh, man cave summer. We call our suits. Yeah, I want to do on. Yeah, there's an awesome guy in
2: the, in the city, uh, which is like an hour away from here, yeah. who who uh, does makes suits. Mm. Um, and he's he's got like a tiny little tailor shop in the middle of the center of the city. And it's kind of like almost like an experience just to
1: go there. Mm. I'm probably going to get my suit made for next this year. Over there, so we oh. do a trip sometime. I'll go with you. Anyway. Yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna do something with like crazy material. Mm-hmm. Like I wanna, like I wanna go like all out on some like some Mexican colored. Yeah, like, I don't know how they call this. Um, the the their. their, their okay. so, yeah, I don't know how they call their materials yeah. Mm-hmm. These cloths, they. Eh? But I would like to. If I, if I wear a suit, I would. it it's be crazy. Yeah, man. I don't know. Great. So Look at match your uh, crazy shoes. Or maybe it's just a black suit and, like, a really crazy colorful shirt. And then, That's a good option, then. Or a black shirt and, like, yeah. a really crazy colorful uh-huh. suit. Yeah.
2: I feel like the very colorful crazy shirt with, the like, a very traditional suit hmm. is, like... Just scared that, like... Yeah, and it also yeah. is something that can get you into places where it's, like, very traditional. Because sometimes they're guarded, right? These traditional, like, kind of... Uh, groups of people. Mm. But it, but they're still not other oh, guy. It's like the artists that you're talking about. Mm. They're selling like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, art mm-hmm. to like people who have a lot of money mm-hmm. and they're like, fuck this guy. I, like they wanna know that guy. Like it's almost cool for them to know. It. I yeah. was a little bit like that in uni. I was like this weird dude from the happy island and like most of the guys in my uni were all like from the best this school or this uni, which I went to, and they all become the politicians or the owners of all the companies in my country. And then I was like the random hippie dude who they all kind of wanted to know because wow. like he's kind of crazy and, yeah. but they were all over it instead of very like straight and narrow and like listen, gonna do that but I like I don't want to be too boring So, but my friend that I know he's kind of weird and crazy like you can be that dude and you just get in there and sell it's the product. It's interesting out.
1: isn't isn't that like the phenomena with um, kind of uh, internet celebrities to say like influencers and stuff like they're having some kind of like extra, I don't know how to say, like they're, they're just extra in some sense, living out personalities that most people can't live out themselves. That's why it's like so exciting to watch them because uh-huh. it's like they're living that part that you can't think you can't. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing with uh, video gamers in particular. I don't know that was a question. No, I think, I think it's a general thing, like, uh, okay, like, yeah, like there's so many weird people out there yeah. that are like super famous because of. Uh-huh. They're able mm. to express this this side of them that is so exciting for us to watch because yeah. they're expressing something that, yeah, we 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 don't express, but maybe we have a need to. Mm. Perfect, like
2: kind uh-huh. of physical example. So many influencers are from X country but live in this other country, and everyone's like, "Whoa!" Right? Because they're doing something that the most. people example, exactly. Aren't doing. Yeah, yeah. And it's like they live in this life that a lot of people say, oh, "I'd love to do that." They don't actually yeah. want to do it. They think they kind of. Okay. Uh, Maybe they I do. Mean, uh, I know a lot of people who said, "I'd love to live in Mexico," but when I tell them, "like Hey, you could do it," and like, "What? What's stopping you?" This, what you just like, explain to them how. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but no, they kind of
1: want to. Yeah, I guess like, they want
2: yeah. to, but there's a fear that they don't want to overcome. I think or, that's definitely true. Yeah. There's people like that, but there's also people that like they actually don't want to, uh-huh.
0: but they kind of like. <clears throat> Want like, to taste it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is the people that are like, going to yeah. go on a tour. My, my mom uh, watches travel vlog. I, di- like, I didn't know who watches that, mm. but I guess because like I was traveling. But my mom watches like these families that travel, and she would never tra- like she like you know when COVID came out, like she was so like she did basically didn't leave her house for two two years. Um, but she loves watching people who go goes to try everything. You know, totally.
1: Yeah.
0: Maybe I'm wrong about these people as well. Maybe they would travel. But I just had this feeling after so
2: many people said it to me Mm -hmm. that I was like, I don't think all of these people actually want to do it.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm always like run on this. I feel like deep inside they do. And then there's a whole lot of excuses and layers and construct and like, that's uh, definitely like true. tied down that's and like true. life like I have life insurance here, like my retirement. If I leave for six months, then I lose my retirement. Like all these excuses, like the system has like sucked them. Like like it's just like sticky yeah. everywhere. Yeah. That it's just like to break out of that just takes mm. so much courage. That that's the truth. True. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with that.
2: And um, yeah, that's what I thought everyone was, but it's just through this experience I started thinking. Oh, okay. I
0: got it. yeah, okay.
1: I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's all. Alright, we we did it. Yeah. Okay. Oh and uh today's King's Day, which is what? Is a Kenyan holiday? Uh,
1: dude, we need to look that up. Where's your chat okay. GPA GPT thing? Okay. Oh yeah, Let's Ask see AI. AI. See what
0: he
1: says. Usually we do ask Apparently, apparently It's a holiday called King's Day which happened to coincide
0: with our Man Cave Summit, so
1: Yeah. yeah. I wanna kinda um, <laughs> perfect probably not an acknowledged like international year. I don't know. Well, it's too <laughs> patriarchal, I think. So <laughs> yeah. No, it would be probably concert for sure. <laughs> 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 <I have> King's?
2: <laughs> King's Day, also known as King's is a national holiday in the Netherlands. Oh no way! It Celebrates the birthday of the country's king. Oh come Alexander, on! Traditionally held on April twenty seventh. No, that's, uh, that's, wrong. that's the wrong one. All right, let's go. What about King? What about sixth of April, sixth of Jan. Sixth of January. Kings Day. Is a new thing? This chat GPT's only got information from the internet before 2021?
1: It's not traditionally celebrated. No, it's just reflecting as I. Okay, try Google. Sorry, chat. Yeah. Whatever. Alright, well today's Kings Day. That's, that's what's been decided. That's what we know. It's been decided. If it's not, it's not acknowledged, we acknowledge it. That's what matters. Cool. For us, it's Kings Day. So. Oh,
0: yeah. No, it, it is just, uh, Future announcements. We don't know what it's gonna be, but the three of us are planning on creating something like this, maybe involving video games, so stay tuned.
1: Can yeah, you? yeah. Cool stuff's coming. Cool. Thanks for tuning in.
0: And sleep. <laughs> <laughs>